Hey, welcome back to the Missing Piece Podcast. I'm Cruz. We're with Jared Neiman. Jared, this is episode number eight. Here we are. The book's about to come out. The book is about to... How excited are you? The book's I'm about so to drop. I'm so excited. Oh, my gosh. I'm ecstatic. Oh, my gosh. What, uh, what, what's, like, the, the, the biggest hope and the biggest, like, you're pray, as you're praying about the book, what's the thing that you're praying the most about it? I just pray that it helps people. Yeah. Uh, you right. know, I'm not a number one best-selling author. I wouldn't even call myself an author. I'm, I'm a pastor. And... But this was on my heart. A friend of mine challenged me to write the book from a series I taught years ago. And uh, my prayer when I started, I literally sat down on my desk. I opened the document. It was blank. And I just said to the Lord, Lord, I pray this will help people. And I know what it's like to struggle, to have anxiety, to have sleepless nights, to have moments of depression or to have serious things happen in your life that just try to weigh you down and burden you and tear you apart. And so I wrote this book as a step-by-step process to help overcome things, to help to reshape your identity, to, to win the battle for your soul, to find peace in moments, but also as a life that you live. Absolutely. And that's what it's all about. It's not just peace and tranquility in a disappointing moment or tragedy or heartache or betrayal. Peace is the life God wants you to live. Right. It is to live a life of tranquility in your heart right. and mind, to live with a sense of divine favor with God, right. to live in a life of health, welfare, prosperity, and and good things. One of the things we never got to in this, in this podcast is that when the Bible says that he's the God of peace, it means he's the God of all favor and blessing. And so I just hope this book opens up people's minds to understand who God is for them, what he has declared into their life, and how they can grab a hold of these truths and allow those truths to come into their life yeah. and take them into moments and a lifestyle of tranquility, of peace, of rest, of hope, of faith, where they can go forward. And no matter what happens, they will not fall into the trap of despair, despondency, of hopelessness, of defeat. Yeah, you know, I, I love that you said that this is this should encourage people to not just look forward to moments of peace, but a lifestyle yeah. of peace. You know, peace is an ongoing process, right. right? It's an ongoing journey, and it's always changing. It's always gonna it's always gonna um, address what's most relevant in that moment. But it's it's always an ongoing process. You know, very soon we're gonna celebrate your your book release, yeah. right? Can't wait for it. And, you know, in, in that moment of celebration, we're gonna we're gonna celebrate the finished product, right? right? The final outcome. We're gonna we're gonna have all, everything on Instagram and because that's what we do, right? Like we'll right. we'll we Instagram we Instagram we made it. Right. right? We Instagram, hey mama, we made it. We made that we got yeah, we got we the are. book done. We're here, right? No one ever Instagrams, hey I'm in the process. Yeah. Right? No one like I, I don't really see a lot of that Instagram, right? And you know but I, th- I think we, we should really just appreciate that, though, right? I mean, there would be no book release if there wasn't a process of experiencing your need for peace, right. discovering how to get there. You know, our, 
everyone who's following the podcast may not know the story of the book, but you wrote, you wrote The Missing Piece. I remember when you texted me or you called me and you said, hey man, I'm writing a book, right? And it was during 2020. It was during yeah. arguably one of the greatest difficult times, you know, greatest difficulties um, in our generation yeah. for sure. Um, and I mean, talk about working through the process in that. And you know, so now we're going to celebrate the, the, the finished product, but there was a process to that, right? Oh, absolutely. So, uh, yeah, so the COVID-19 pandemic hit the world and everything shut down. And, you know, we weren't going to work. We, we, at, at the point that I started the book, we weren't even having church services. We were recording things online. Uh, none of us were going to our offices. We didn't even have a lot to do. Right. Uh, right. Our church turned into a food distribution center, which gave us stuff to do, but it wasn't all day every day, right? And so I would sit around in my house worrying about things and kind of sometimes even freaking out of what was happening. Right. And a friend of mine called me and he said, hey, uh, what are you doing? We got to talking. He said, well, why don't you write a book? And he wanted me to write a different book. And I, and I was like, no, I don't want to write that. But I had always wanted to write the book on the missing piece. And so I started it. And I was so nervous about it. And, you know, I'm not a writer. I mean, I, I didn't even like literature class and writing intensive classes in college. I would just dread them. You know, I was good at math and all that. And so... But I just started and went through it. But that started four years before that when I just began to study all of this and to read it and to search for it and to find it in the Bible and then to apply it to my life. Absolutely. And I remember uh, the, the day that I started writing the Bible, uh, a guy was at our house to do some, some work on the house. And I was, I was sitting at my desk and the, the Word document was still blank. And I, I didn't even know where to begin. And this guy was there to do some paint repairs in our house. And he walks in to my office because there was some in there. And he said, excuse me, do you mind if I do this? I said, no, go ahead. I'm just sitting here. And he said, can I tell you something? I said, sure. He said, uh, you don't know me, but I go to the church. I went, oh, great. Well, nice to meet you. He said, you saved my life. And I was like, well, how can I save, you know, in my head, I didn't save your life, you know? He said, the first time I ever went to church was the, the night after I had become suicidal. My girlfriend brought me to ter- church, and you were starting a series called The Missing Piece. That's incredible, Jared. He said, and I went to church those next four, few weeks, and it saved my life. It pulled me out of the, the pit that I was in. He said, at that time, I was jobless. I didn't know how I was going to pay my bills. I had fallen into depression. He said, now I own my own company. Uh, I've married, got kids, et cetera. And his life was doing really well. And so I began to write the book. But I, I, I think everybody needs to understand that life is a process. It took me months to write the book uh, because I'm not a professional author. That's not what I get paid to do. And eventually stuff did reopen uh, we went back to work. We started having church, and I had to do my job. I had to do what I'm supposed to do. 
Um, and I want to encourage people that during this to trust the process, right. to allow the process of the tools and the revelations that are in this book to come into their life while understanding that overcoming some of the challenges you've been facing in, in your life may not happen overnight. And I, I, if you don't understand that, you might become discouraged and you quit and you'll say, oh, this doesn't work. Yes, it does. But quite often, you know, you've been dealing with something for 10 years. You may not fix that in one week. It, it might take a little time. Right. What I, love, what I love about the story of how we got to the Missing Piece book is that you applied what you were writing, you know, like you confronted disappointment. 2020 was a disappointing year. Oh, oh my gosh, right? So you confronted disappointment and said, well, I'm, I'm going to turn disappointment into an act of faith, right. into victory. You know, you, you, you really appreciated, you know, we talked a lot about being a masterpiece and we talked about just knowing that you were here on purpose and like, okay, maybe I'm not a, number, you know, a best-selling author yet, right? But I'm going to write. I have something to say, right. right? And so you worked the process. You know, to me, when I'm hearing you talk about trusting the process, you know, a lot of that to me sounds like, well, you got to work the process. You yeah. got, you got to, you got to show up every day. You got to, you got to, like, even, and even if the changes aren't evident and obvious and jumping out at you, you've got to come and you've got to write the next thousand words, right? You right. got to write the next chapter. Right. You know, I remember when you were, when you would send me a, a you know, I, I think you sent me like chapters three through six or three through seven one time just to, to proofread it. Um, and it was just really cool to, to see how it was just coming together, you know, and it didn't happen in, you know, my, my assumption is that the, the whole book didn't come to you, but that pieces would emerge as you were doing the work that was in front of you, right? Well, what's funny is I actually wrote the chapters out and then what, what was the reality of what I thought was not anywhere wow. close to what I thought was wow. going to be the order yeah. of the book or even the topics of the book. There were revelations that are in the book that I didn't know when I started the book. And as I studied writing the book, it came to me. And uh, to be honest with you, the process was hard. It, it was challenging. Now, here's, here's a great lesson to learn. In, in every challenge, you can view that as an obstacle or an opportunity. And so often in a challenging situation, we get overwhelmed by the difficulty sure. of the challenge. Sure. But the opportunity lies behind the, or excuse me, the, the reward lies behind overcoming the challenge. And that's the opportunity that you have, even in challenge, is to see beyond the difficulty or the correction or the conviction or the change that needs to be made and see the reward. So in this process of reading this book and going through these podcasts and maybe going on the Abundant Church app and listening to the actual Missing Piece teachings that I did years ago and, and allowing this, uh, this information, these truths to come into a person's life, when they go forward and begin to apply them to, to their life, it may still be challenging. There will still be obstacles. There is more oh, disappointment in right. the future right. because life's not perfect. Right. People aren't perfect. You're not perfect. There's going to be seasons of pain and, and difficulty. But when you see the, the, the reward beyond the challenge, and the reward is the peace of God. 
The reward is overcoming depression. The reward is getting anxiety to not rule you anymore. The reward is order instead of chaos. The reward is healing mentally and emotionally. The reward is allowing the favor of God to inspire you to move forward. That's the reward. And when you understand the reward, there's no challenge that's going to stop you. But if you don't see the reward and only see the difficulty, you'll quit and you'll give up. Wow. And what will get you on the other side of the obstacle and what will get you to see the opportunity is to trust this process of peace. When we come back, we're going to break down the process of peace in a really, really cool way. Jared shares it with us in a revelation that God gave him through the Bible, the Apostle Paul, and the big word there is to be content, which means to be at peace, Right. right? Can't wait to talk about it with you when we come back. Hey, welcome back to the Missing Peace Podcast. Hey, well, this is the final episode of our first season of your podcast, Jared. It's been an incredible journey, and it's been such a fun process to get here. You know, that's what we're talking about today is trusting the process, right? We've talked about the process of writing the book, talked about the process of how we got here today with your understanding peace. But you know, as... As we land this season, as when we end this episode, um, I think we should talk about the process of peace in our life, right? How do we trust the process, right? And so, first question to me is: Is the process the same, right? If if my life is at, is is doing okay, and I'm maybe maybe I'm not missing peace, but I'm managing peace, right? right? I'm maintaining the peace. Is that the same process as when I'm missing the peace and I'm trying to grab grab hold of peace, right? Does that look the same in my life? Yeah, I think I think it's it is actually the same. What's different is the circumstances and the people. Sure. But the process is the same because it's God's process. It's the process he outlined and that never changes. Yeah. And so in Philippians 4 you know, there's the famous scriptures, right? Philippians 4, verse 4, rejoice in the Lord always. Again, I say rejoice. Then he starts talking about what we've talked about right. in this book. Be anxious for nothing. Instead, pray about everything. Let your prayers and supplications be made known to God, so on and so forth, until he gives us that great scripture where he says, and the uh, peace of God will guard your heart and mind. He then tells us, goes into a detailed list of what to think about. But skip down to verse 10, 11 and 12, and the Apostle Paul says, I've learned to be content, whether my hands are full or my hands are empty. And so the Apostle Paul says, regardless of my circumstance, I need to learn to be content. Mm -hmm. And to be content means to be at peace. That's awesome. I've always been curious why he changed the word, because he uses the word peace at the beginning of the chapter and then uses the word content, content, which means peace in those verses. But I believe that we're always learning to be content as life evolves. You learn to adjust your contentment, your peace to what is happening in your life. I mean, I deal with situations uh, now when I'm in my young 40s, totally different that I faced when I was in my 20s. Of course I do. So yeah, you have to evolve, but the truth is the same. 
And the truth is this. You need to win the battle for your soul, which means that above all else, guard your heart. For out of your heart flows the issues of your life. That will never change in your life. Whether you are rich or poor, whether you've got more money than you know what to do with, or you're completely broke financially, whether you're educated, whether you're getting your educated, whether you're in your 60s or 70s, or you're in your young 20s and you're single and trying to just start your life coming out of college, or you're even in high Absolutely. I, th- I think it's incredible that you say that, right? Because for a lot of us, we, we may look at peace as something that I only need when I'm destitute. Absolutely right? not. When I'm desperate. Right. But I mean, you think about, and, and again, you and I get an opportunity to talk to of the full range of, right. of the, the socioeconomic spectrum, right? right? And man, like, I know you have also, you know, have had conversations with people of incredible means right. who are missing peace so much in their life to where they cannot enjoy what they've built or what they've accomplished right. because they don't, they don't have health, welfare, prosperity, and every form of good, right? right? Um, and it's incredible to me that you, should, that you, that you bring that, that understanding to the table with your book that you say, look, regardless of the circumstance, right. you're going to require peace. You're going to require peace so that you don't stay in the valley or at the bottom. Right. And you're going to require peace so that you don't think that it's all you when, it, when you're at the top. Right. right? The, the, the peace comes from God. Beautiful. As a gift given to us. It is a life we are allowed and empowered to enjoy through protecting our soul, guarding our hearts, and of course, disciplining our minds. And I mean, even, even if you talk about great success, well, you can start to believe that was all about me. But then you'll believe it's all about me, which means I've got to hold all this together. Absolutely. And if you're trusting your, your own devices, eventually you will fall short. But that, you don't have to. That's why God gave you this wonderful life and this gift of his blessing and favor on you, which is his peace. And so you simply go through life. And as life evolves and changes, you evolve and change in your learning to be content. And within that, it's a process. Right. And what's amazing is you might be great in one area and as life evolves, you've got a new challenge in front of you and you've got to maintain or build or find your peace in a certain area. I mean, a lot of us had to learn how to find peace uh, working from home with our eight-year-old sitting next to us taking school on Zoom now uh, not knowing what was going to happen with our careers and our jobs, you know, getting dressed for work became putting on sweats, <laughs> right? Uh, we had to learn. Well, we never thought we would be learning how to have that piece, but right. we had to learn anyway. Right. And it was a process. And that's so important. I, I just want people to be encouraged and not discouraged yeah. by the process. Yeah. I view the process as like sowing a seed. So you get a little seed, and within that seed is the potential, say it's an apple seed. So you get a seed from an apple, and within this tiny little seed is the potential to grow a tree and to produce fruit. But you've got to take the seed and do something with it, right? So you put the seed in the ground. Well, the next day, there's not an apple tree. You're not eating the fruit. No, you've got to give it time. You've got to water it. You've got to put fertilizer on it. You've got to let the sun hit it. 
You might even have to go through a couple seasons. And eventually, out of the ground will come a little tiny stick. <laughs> but an apple doesn't come. But you continue to trust 100%. the process. You Absolutely. continue to water it. Absolutely. You continue to put fertilizer on it. Absolutely. You continue to allow God's creation, the sun, to come in it. You protect it from weeds, right? So you protect it. You protect your seed from disappointment, from despondency, from negativity, from hopelessness. You pull those weeds out, right? So that those things don't take root in what is trying to or needs to take root in the ground, which is the root of the tree. And over time it grows. And eventually the branches come off of the tree, the fruit grows, and you get to enjoy the benefit. And that's what we're talking about here. And I love, what I love is this, that, that you're able to give us this process and the book does that for us where it's, the expectation isn't I get it, I perfect it all in one moment, right? right. I think that's, that's, a, that's, a lot that, you know, that's a lofty goal to just right. say, you know, in one reading of the book, I'm, gonna, I'm just going to, I'm just going to, boom, I'm going to have peace. You know, in, the, in your first go round with the missing piece, you may just learn to guard your heart, right? right? And that's cultivating a place for the seed of peace to come in and grow right. and start to bear fruit. Um, I, think, I think that's absolutely incredible because like, the analogy you gave is, is so perfect because everything has its different season. There's a season to cultivate the ground. I'm not even ready to put the seed in the ground yet. Right. I you just got to work I got to get the soil right, right? right? Then I put the seed in. Now it's, it's just time of, of watering and waiting watering and waiting right and there's no there's no pressure no no one goes and like yells at farmers like in their season of watering and waiting right. like what's wrong with you yeah where's the yeah, harvest where, where's, where, where's it at where's it at <laughs> right. we all assume that because the process is being worked there's going to be an outcome in due season as a matter of fact i'm reminded right now of what galatians 6 9 says right don't get weary in doing in, well in well doing right yeah. because in due season I love that. In due season, there is a moment where it's going to happen. Right. In due season, you'll reap a harvest if you don't faint, if yeah, you don't fall back. As you say that, I, I'm reminded of the scripture that, you know, Habakkuk says, write, write the vision down yeah. so they that see it can run with it. Or it says, write the vision down, make it plain on tablets so they that see it can run with it. It goes on to say, though the vision may tarry, it will not tarry. What, what that's saying is, it might take time, but it will not fail. Yeah, I love that. And I think just people need to hear, and you need to hear if you're watching or listening, these, these truths, these applications, they will work. And Cruz, they will work immediately and will continue to work as you trust and work the process. And I just encourage people to trust it, to, to believe it, to accept it, and to grow with it. Yeah. There's so much, there's so much um, faith in that trusting the process, yeah. right? You know, you, you mentioned Habakkuk too. You know, he says, um, though the vision tarry, wait for it. Yeah. For it will come, right? It's for an appointed time. That, that word wait for it in original language literally means serve it as if it already were. Wow. Right? And so, I mean, how much, how much of, of what you've shared with us points us towards, look, there is a process, right? You're becoming peaceful. God right. already gave it to you, but there's a process of becoming. I love that you use the word learning, right? Because I wonder what would happen to us, right? If we would actually push pause, trust God. Here's what I heard about you see the process. I trust God, guard my heart, take, take control of my thoughts, right? right? Like, um, so 
I wonder what would happen if we would trust God, right? That's the yeah. first part of the process. We trust God and we started guarding our heart. And as in, just in that alone, how much of a game changer would it be when, if someone would say, you know what, you know, maybe I'm not anxious. Maybe I'm just learning peace. Yeah. You know, you know maybe, maybe, maybe I'm not depressed. Maybe I'm just learning peace. Yeah. You know, and I think that that's what your book does so beautifully and will do for so many people, Jared. It's going to teach them how to walk and live in this incredible peace that God has promised us, right? And I think that we're going to hear so many stories and so many testimonies of, uh, hey, Jared, I trusted the process. Yeah. You know, I really believe that. I believe that in, in the very near future, that, that may become a thing with Jared Neiman, right? Where it's like, hey, I trusted the trust process. Trust the process. I trusted the process. Now I don't live a life of anxiety anymore. I trust the process. And me and my family are reconciled. I trusted the process, you know? Um, now I'm not afraid of losing what, I, what we've right. built. You know, that's, such a, that's such, a, such a big, big deal. You know, it takes time for seeds to grow. But the most important thing is that you sowed the seed that you put it in the ground, and that you're letting the seed do what the seed needs to do. You do what you're supposed to do, and then we trust God to do what only God can do. Yeah. Right? And only God can give you the peace, can give us the peace that we're looking for. You know? And so I think a big, a, a big part of as we end this season, and we, we end season one of the podcast, yeah. is you know, don't give up on the process, right? Yeah. Don't quit. You know, I, heard, I, I heard it said this way, if you don't quit, you win. If you don't quit, that's what Galatians 6 says. Well, if you is, quit, right? you automatically lose. Absolutely. So don't quit. Don't yep. quit. Jared, thank you so much. Yeah. Really, thank you so much for taking this yeah, time to, I think to share. Before we close it out, let's, let's pray for people. Absolutely. So if you're watching, if you're listening, uh, let me just take a moment and pray with you. If you're driving, please don't close your eyes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but if you're somewhere where you're set, settled still, close your eyes, let's pray. Father, we honor you. We glorify you. We thank you. Lord, I thank you for every man and woman, young or old, rich or poor, no matter who they are or where they live, that has listened to these podcasts and that has or is going to buy the book. And I just believe in Jesus' name that your peace is abounding towards them to guard their heart and mind. Father, I believe that hope is replacing anxiety. Peace is replacing depression. Trust is replacing worry. Faith is replacing fear. God, I thank you that you are more than enough to help people, to inspire them, to encourage them, to pick them up, to heal them, and to strengthen them through the process of learning to find the peace that has been missing from their life, whether for a a week, a year, or for the entirety of their history. Lord, I thank you that the missing peace is no longer missing in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Thanks Jared, for doing this podcast with oh, me. Oh, it's been fun, man. I love it. I absolutely I love this. We should thank our crew too. One hundred percent. All the guys behind All the people and ladies behind the, behind the scenes, scenes make, yeah, it, make it making this happen. It really it, it really took a team. It took teamwork to make the dream work, right? Um, hey, well, listen. Now that season one has come to an end, here's what you got to do, right? We just talked about learning the process, learning peace. The best way you're going to do that, I believe, is by making sure you get a copy of Jared's book. Going to jaredneeman.com where you can get the book there and you'll probably find some more value add and some more just gold there and some more great resources. Get the book. 
Buy it for someone that you know needs this. Buy it for you and your spouse. Buy it for your team at work. It's going to change the game and it's going to teach you how to live this life of incredible peace. Hey, make sure you keep following Jared at Jared Neiman on Instagram and major social media platforms and stay tuned to jaredneiman.com for a lot of really cool stuff that's going to be coming. Rumor has it there may be a season two of the Jared Neiman podcast. We're ready for that. Yeah. And until we see you again, thank you so much for being part of this process. Thank you for being part of the story of peace coming into the lives of you and your family and so many people around the world. We love you. We're praying for you. Can't wait to see you soon.